Merry Christmas, good listeners. I've been thinking a lot about hope in these past few weeks. Wow, I said it like there's eight H's. How do you spell hope? (laughs) H-H-H-H, whatever, O-P-E. Nope, I've been thinking about regular hope, just H-O-P-E. But I've been thinking a lot about it the past few weeks, and I wanted to spend some time thinking about it with you. A good story takes us on a journey. It reminds us of where we've been and shows us where we could go. A good story makes us feel and inspires us to act. Welcome to the Good Story Podcast, where everyday stories that make you laugh, cry, or feel slightly uncomfortable will leave you inspired as Kirsten King tells true stories and teaches truth. As I said, I've been thinking a lot about hope. What's the difference, I've been asking myself, between faith and hope? As I sat there and tried to write out the definitions and think about the definitions and think about what does faith realize look like? What does hope realize? I know they're different. They're listed as different. We read about it in 1 Corinthians 13 where it says, now these three things abide, faith, hope, and love. The greatest of these is love. It doesn't say, now these first two that are really similar, almost the exact same thing abide, and love. No, these three things, faith, hope, and love. What's the difference between faith and hope? Faith and hope are both mentioned in Hebrews 11.1, where it says, Now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. We see both mentioned again in 1 Thessalonians 1.3, where it says, We remember before our God and Father your work produced by faith, your labor prompted by love, and your endurance inspired by hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. So here they talk about hope in the Lord Jesus Christ. They reference faith in the Lord. Is there a relationship between the two? I believe that there is. Faith references our beliefs. In our minds, we are certain of what we do not see. God exists. Jesus saves. I believe this by faith, and it is by faith that we are saved. We believe. But hope springs forth from this belief, from this faith. Hope references our being. In our hearts, we respond to what we believe by faith. And this faith and hope leads to action. That's why James, when he writes his letter to the church, he says, faith without works is dead because when faith and hope collide, when our belief and being unite, action will follow. Let me repeat that. When faith and hope collide, when our belief and being unite, action will follow. Action is the evidence that faith and hope exist. In our passage today, we're going to see that the shepherds mentioned in the Christmas story had hope. They had a hope from their faith, and it was seen in action. I want to look a little bit at Luke chapter 2 and learn from the shepherds today. I want to see that they had a hope that hears, hurries, and heralds. And my prayer is that we'd be inspired to do likewise, that we too would have a hope that hears, hurries, and heralds. I'm going to read from Luke chapter 2, starting at verse 15, where it says, When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. 
Let's see this thing that happened, which the Lord has told us about. Hope heard. What did it hear? It says, let's see what this angel said. What did they hear? What did the Lord tell them through the angel? Well, in order to see this, we need to back up to Luke chapter 2, verses 11 to 12. This is what the angel said. This is what the Lord said through the angel. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Then, of course, the angels all sing about it. The shepherds heard that the Messiah had been born. This Messiah, this is the one in whom all of Israel was placing their hope. All of Israel was waiting for the Savior, this one that was going to come and save them, offer them salvation. And in doing so, in offering them salvation, he was going to come and save their nation, save their people. All of Israel was hoping and placing their faith and hope in this one. Someone was coming to save God's people. The Jewish people were well aware of this. They were all hoping for that day to come. They were all waiting for this exact time to happen. Paul talked about this time in Galatians 4, 4 to 5. He wrote to the people in the church at Galatia. He said this, but when the set time had fully come, God sent his son born of a woman. God sent his son at just the right time. And in the meantime, for years, all throughout the Old Testament, when we read the Old Testament, like we think it takes so long to read the Old Testament, they're like waiting throughout the whole Testament. For hundreds of years, they're waiting for this Messiah to come, this one that's been promised, promised through the prophets. God is sharing with them, there is going to come one. And they wait and they wait and they wait through the Old Testament. They wait through the space between Testaments. And then the New Testament comes and the time had come. The time was now and the shepherds heard the word. The shepherds heard that the one they had been believing by faith would come. The one they had hoped for in their heart would come, had been born. And next we see that their hope hurries. Their hope hurries. Luke 2, 16 says this. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. Good hustle, right? Yeah. They hurried off. They heard the word. They heard that their hope had been realized and they hurried. Their hope propelled them to hurry. But we might take a step back and go, wait a minute. Didn't we hear that hope waits? I thought I've heard that hope waits. Didn't I read that somewhere? Isn't there a verse about that? You might even be looking back right now, even in the back of your Bible saying, huh, I'm looking up a verse. I think it said hope waits. And absolutely it does. Here's one passage where it says it. Listen, Psalm 130 verse 5. I will wait for the Lord. My whole being waits. And in his word, I put my hope. I wait for the Lord. Then verse 7 and 8 says this. Israel, put your hope in the Lord, for with the Lord is unfailing love, and with him is full redemption. He himself will redeem Israel from all their sins. And the time had come for Jesus to come and not only redeem all of Israel from their sins, but he is offering, Jesus is offering salvation for anyone who would place their faith and trust in him. Whether they be of the Jewish people, whether they be of the Gentile people, Jesus came for all who would place their faith and trust in him. He came and offered salvation to all, and those who receive it receive this gift. And now the time of waiting was over. Hope was being realized. The shepherds heard this good news, and they hurried to see it for themselves, and they did. 
They didn't have to go far. It said they were in the fields nearby. And when they hustled over, they found Mary and Joseph and a baby in the manger. Unbelievable. Can you imagine waiting and waiting for one to come and then one does? How exciting is that? I mean, I think of lame things I hope for. I think of lame things I've been waiting for. I've been waiting for the Vikings to win the Super Bowl, for example. And every year I hope they do. And every year I believe in my mind that this is going to be the year. And every year my mind believes it and I place my hope in them and my being believes it. And then I watch and then some disappointment happens. This is not the case with the Lord. What the Lord says, the Lord does. And so we can believe by faith. And our being can respond in hope. And when this happens, what happens next? Hope heralds. Luke 2, 17 to 19 says this. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. Hope heralds. We saw hope hears. We saw hope hurries. And now we see hope heralds. What does it mean by hope heralds? It's not like my dad's name, H-A-R-O-L-D. It's not that. There's a, a song There's a song that we sing at Christmas time. What is it? Hark the herald angels sing. What does it mean to herald? The definition of herald is this, to proclaim or announce, especially with enthusiasm. So you herald it, the herald angels, they're expressing with great enthusiasm, glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth, peace to those on whom his favor rests. These angels are coming and they're heralding this good news. And the shepherds heard the good news. The shepherds saw the good news. They saw the baby in the manger just as it was told them. Now we would look and say, man, just an angel showing up to a shepherd in a field. That would be something to herald. You could just run away from there saying, oh my goodness, we're sitting here keeping watch over our flocks by night. And suddenly an angel comes and with them a multitude of this heavenly host praising God and saying, and that would be amazing enough. But there was more. There was more. These angels come and announced this one you have been waiting for. This Messiah has been born. And here's where you're going to find him. And they went. And yes, they found him just as it was told. Mary, Joseph. And a real baby laying in a manger, God becoming flesh. Emmanuel, God with us. This prompted these shepherds to worship, yes, and to herald, to tell others of this good news. And what did the people do when they heard about it? What does it say in scripture? It says, when they had seen him, the shepherds spread the word concerning what had been told them. And everyone who heard it was amazed at what the shepherds said. They returned back there glorifying, they're praising God because everything was just as had been told. My guess is this, that there was a hundred percent chance that those shepherds were heralding a hundred percent chance. 
They were so excited with this realized hope. The Messiah had come. Salvation had come. The promised one had arrived with, they were expressing this with enthusiasm. So what do we do? How do we, looking back on the story, not living through it as the shepherds did, how do we have a hope that hears? Let me share with you a word from the Lord. Not as an angel, but as a fellow fellow believer with you, a feller. Not as a feller either, just a fellow believer. What do we say? What do we read? We read what we just did in Luke chapter 2. We hear that. We hear in Matthew 12, 21 that in the name of Jesus, the nations will put their hope. We aren't looking ahead to the Messiah. We look to him today. We can open up his word each day and hear from him each time we read it. Our hope hears him speak. Second, we can have a hope that hurries. By faith, we believe what we read. And our hope is in our being that what we read is truth. We have this hope that hurries. Psalm 119.60 says this. This is what we're to do when we hear the word of the Lord speak to us. The word of the Lord isn't going to come to us and say, hey, there's Mary and Joseph and a baby laying in a manger. Go see. That's not what we're going to hear. But we will hear other things in the word of God. And when we hear these things, Psalm 119 verse 60 says this. I will hasten and not delay to obey your commands. Hasten and not delay. Just as the shepherds hurried off to see if what the word was so, if what the word was said was so, we too can read God's word. We can believe it. We can read it and hasten and not delay to obey it. And when we do, when we read this, when we hasten and not delay, we can herald the good news. We can herald the good news. What's the good news? We are God's children. We believe that by faith, we can take that truth into our being, let that truth birth hope in the midst of what is ever going on around us. Whatever is going on around us, we can have this hope. And this hope can be birthed into a hope that heralds. What do we announce? What do we herald? What do we announce with great enthusiasm? The same thing the angels did. The same thing the shepherds did. We have good news that is great joy for all people as well. What do we announce? The Savior came. He was born of Mary. What do we announce? Jesus came to save us. What do we announce? God is with us. Emmanuel, he walks with us. He invites us to be his children. So this Christmas season, as we look ahead, even if it's far different from any Christmas you've ever experienced, the truth of God's word is the same. Our experiences might be different. God's word never changes. And as we believe that by faith, as our faith and our hope collide, and our belief and being unite, action will follow and we can herald this good news of great joy that shall be to all people. Merry Christmas, Lord Jesus. We are grateful you came. Thank you, God, that you are with us, Emmanuel, that you walk with us, that we can hear you speak to us in your word. Thank you that your Holy Spirit communes with ours, and we don't understand that, but thank you. And Lord, I do pray that as we approach this Christmas season, this holiday season, that we would remember that while things around us might change, while things around us might not be as we wish, Lord, you never change, and we can place a confident faith and hope in you. And Lord, help us to 
herald this good news to whoever you place across our path. We love you, Lord. It's in your name we pray. Amen.